calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hello, I'm Alison Larkin, writer, comedian, narrator, and host of The Jane Austen Podcast. Join me as we embark on a journey through Austen's timeless stories, starting with Pride and Prejudice. The Jane Austen Podcast with Alison Larkin is available wherever you listen to podcasts. When we last heard from Harry Dalowich, he had just pushed off an ancient and terrible curse meant for him onto his rival, Johnny. Little did he know, Johnny was now at sea on his yacht, with Charlotte on board. Anchors away! Johnny, you already said that when you raised the anchor. The current was swift. It took little time for Johnny's boat to be swept out, away from the shore. Clouds were building above. Ah, isn't this nice? The sea swelled. I really don't think we should go out with that huge cloud on the horizon. Oh, horse bucky. And the strong wind. Can't sail without wind. It just feels strange. It always feels strange. Till you're out on the open sea, eating liver with sandwiches and feeling like royalty. Let's set sail! Are you just saying all the nautical expressions, you know? And I thought you said this was a yacht. Ah, soon that nasty shore will be out of sight. Charlotte didn't know it was no ordinary pleasure cruise. Johnny was planning to propose. More than what he usually proposed. And if we end up in international waters, where anything goes... At his home, Harry was holding his head. The pain was subsiding, and his skin was returning to skin color, not purple. (sighs) As for his liver, it was securely in place where it had always been, although it was working pretty hard to get rid of its Alice-sized dose of fun. On the ocean... Johnny's boat was starting to list. Johnny, can we please just go back to shore? Come on, get in the spirit of it. Let's be old salts. Johnny, have you ever even been sailing before? Of course I've been sailing. I went to the top boat school in the country. But did the Flatbush Boating Academy cover what to do when a shark was circling in the waters? Do you see that? Look at that right there. Where it would be drawn to the smell of Johnny's liverwurst sandwiches? Shoo! Go home. Go home? The ocean is its home, Johnny. Yeah. What are you doing, throwing dinner rolls at it? You know, maybe if we throw some meat, it'll go away. What do you think? I'm sure it's tame. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? But its appetite had been whetted. Years of maltreatment at the Brooklyn Aquarium. Hey, shark. You hungry, huh? You want a sandwich? Screw off! You ain't getting it! Hey, are you kicking that shark? And years of being taunted with dinner rolls, not to mention being kidnapped by frat boys, had left it in a vengeful mood. Surely if we stay in the boat away from the edges and head back to shore... It's okay, I got a flare gun. 
Now the boat's on fire, Johnny! Yeah, you know why? Because you made me nervous, that's why. There's a shock in the water, there's a big storm, and I made you nervous? Yeah, it's the way you were looking at me. I've got something I want to ask you. But I don't want to ask you if your mind's on something else. Johnny, let's have this conversation on land, not being circled by a shark. So what? Being circled? What's the big deal? The shark can't get on board, so long as we're not taken on water. Here, let me find another flare gun at Great, Johnny. Now there's a hole in the deck. Again with that look! We're gonna die! Now it's ramming us! We're sinking! We're sinking, Johnny! We're sinking! And then the boat stabilized. We, we seem to be resting on some kind of matting, uh, like, like, like seaweed and... Ah, and... Uh, other things that were floating in the ocean. They'd stopped sinking temporarily. But half the deck was below water, and they were more or less at shark level. Isn't there a ship's bell somewhere something? There is, yeah, but I spent a lot of money on these boating shoes, and I'd have to walk through the water. In Sam's hospital room, Charlotte had put on an old gramophone recording of some singing she had done to keep Sam company. The nurses had it, so I played when they went for their lunch break. Mr. Pickin, Mr. Pickin, give me Pickin's pickles now. As a storm gathered outside... Some mysterious force stirred within Sam. Could it have been Charlotte's voice finally working on him? Spicy, crunchy, packed with power. There's the snack for every hour. No one was there to witness it, but Sam got out of bed and started to hit against some unseen opponent as if finishing that fight that had gone so terribly kapuya. <laughs> Meanwhile, in Brownsville, Harry was fortifying himself with black coffee and trying to get through his day's work when... Harry! 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 What is it, Uncle Alf? It's an emergency. What is it? I... 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 Missing. Gone. Oh, oh, it's... Breathe? I was keeping a sandwich warm in Charlotte's purse. What? At the hospital. It's so dry, and I don't trust those thieves. There were a lot of people in Sam's room. But I guess I forgot to take it out, and now she's gone out to sea with Flintsman, and and I just don't know where it is. They're, they're probably eating it on Flintsman's boat and laughing at me. Anyway, can I borrow 50 cents for a sandwich? Wait, wait, Johnny and Charlotte are... Yes, <laughs> yes. They were probably planning it all along. Let's take the split second when Alf's guard is down and take his sandwich into international waters where they won't be prosecuted and they can do what they like to my... to my... They're at sea in this weather? Uh-huh. Uh, I hope my sandwich isn't getting wet in this storm. Harry commandeered an ambulance. They couldn't get through to the Coast Guard. What with the increasingly wild weather, lines were down. There were traffic snarls along the way. It would be a long drive to the pier, and even then, there would be no telling if they could even find a rescue boat to take out. It was on rye with mustard, and I pray to God... Shut up, Uncle Alf. Lightly toasted. It's not a curse. It's not a curse. It's just bad timing, and we could fix it. The ambulance reached the marina to see the distant outline through rain and fog of a small boat, apparently unable to put up any more fight. The sea, about to swallow it, and a tiger shark, about to swallow its passengers. 
invigorator every lunch, a bolt of cup in every crunch. In his room, Sam kept up his fight. It took on a rhythmic quality, like a trance. Oh, rip out your throat, you bastard! Well, almost a trance. <laughs> on the wildly rocking boat, Johnny had taken off his shoes to get to the ship's bell, and now was ringing it with abandon. It was all he could do. Still, with no other boats on the water, it seemed futile. <sighs> the shark seems to have finally screwed off. Yes, the shark was swimming away. Now that the shark's gone, there's something I want to ask you, Charlotte. Now, I'm not going to get down on my knee because these pants are impossible to dry. Are you insane? Look, life's short, right? Why should we wait for exactly the right moment? The shark had only swum away to build up speed and circle back. As Johnny held back his hand in a dramatic gesture over the water to present the ring, the shark leapt up and bit his hand clean off. Ah! A big wave tipped the boat back, throwing Johnny in the brine. Charlotte! Blood swirled in the water. Another wave took him out of Charlotte's view. Oh, my God! As the boat splintered, Charlotte's foot fell through the breaking deck. She was trapped by the leg. The deck submerged. Charlotte could see the shark's fin coming towards her. And then, its toothy mouth emerging from the water. But Charlotte saw something else in the fog. Tired and winded on the ropes, a sourpuss will give you hope. Hey, Sharkface! She could have sworn it was the ghostly outline of Sam Dolowich coming between her and the shark. And she could have sworn she saw Sam punching it right in the gills, and then a jab, and a hook, and an uppercut, and then knocking it out with one almighty right cross. Of course, he might have just been cracking up. But by the time Harry rowed his way out toward her in his little fishing boat, the shark had gone. And she was alive. Charlotte, thank God you're okay. Get in this boat. There's still a whole lot of electric eels unaccounted for. Oh, I, I guess I should... Johnny? There was no reply. John? Well, well, I'm sure he'll be fine. Let's get you back to the shore. Oh, thank goodness, the curse. What curse? Nothing. Forget it. Forget it. Shh, shh. Oh, no, the important thing is you're all right. See if you can save the filling. It's okay. I have more bread at home. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world. That ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. If you're down to your last nickel and you're in a tough spot, one thing you can still rely on, Mr. Pickens Pickle Shop. In his room, Sam collapsed. But I won! I won! I beat you! He had fought his last round at Sam's funeral. This week, we have been visited by tragedy. We lost one of our bravest 
and also Johnny Flintsman. Johnny's body had drifted off and not been found. We will never know why Hashem made sharks. But let us be grateful that he also made great men like Sam Dolowich, who fought, as he would tell us, for all of us. Morris saw Mrs. Dolowich looking quizzical. Uh, I mean, he fought for the rights of us all to wear hats by keeping them safe at night. And he made heroes like Harry Dolowich. Harry was rigid and sweating with terrible guilt. In pushing off the curse, had he really pushed it off onto Johnny? Harry, take a bow. You rode out to rescue Charlotte. If he'd just said the right words to Charlotte in the first place, she wouldn't have been on that boat. And then she would have been in the room with Sam, and maybe none of this would have ever happened. Sam Dolowich was a fighter. Uh, in a, in a sense. As we all are. And we can draw inspiration from his courage. He won his final battle which, according to the hospital, was against a pillow, but it was also something else. A terrible, alleged sport, and a non-kosher animal might have taken two of our boys this week. But our spirit, as embodied in Charlotte, who sang for Sam every day to keep his hopes up, and Harry, who, as I mentioned, saved her, will prevail. Oh, that was beautifully said, Rabbi Slikowski. Mourners gathered at the Dolowich house. <laughs> Harry might have been guilt-stricken, but Charlotte was not herself at all. Charlotte, you've been through a lot, but you'll be okay. There's a shark on my hand. Shh! Mrs. Dolowich, Eddie, can I get you something? There, there, Eddie. There, there. These beef dumplings are delicious. Thank you, Louis. Harry's real lucky to have a mother like you. My mother, she never cooked for me. She was too busy making on guys' faces for nickels. Huh? Yeah, that old story. But Sam, to fight like that, he was loved. Fight? You can't mourn forever, Mrs. Dolowich. It's been less than a day. Itty. Itty bitty, Mrs. D, a woman who can cook like this deserves... She deserves someone who can appreciate it. Sam was the biggest eater. Harry barely touches. Alf is... He makes his own food, which I will not eat. Who will appreciate my cooking? I will, Mrs. D. I will. Morris, I just can't make sense of anything. What's the use of playing it straight? Sam played it straight. Now look at him. Charlotte's a great girl. Now she's got problems. I try to open an honest law business, and some lunatic decides he works for me, and before you know it... What? I don't want to get into it. Harry, you have to be grateful you've got your health. I know, Brownsville seems rough, but good news. I hear the cops are even getting a lead on the killer of Lipskorecki. He wasn't a nice man, but still, murder... If Lips was so not good, imagine how not good his killer must be. Harry, are you okay? I was just thinking about Charlotte. She did all the right things, other than being near Johnny. And now she can barely form a sentence. Well, the doctors say she just has to stay away from water for a while. 
and she'll recover from the horrible things she saw, that traif animal getting so close. And meanwhile, gangsters control all the good stuff in this town. Everything's a racket. Harry, really, I mean, I know you're angry, but listen to yourself. Everything's a racket? Is the exclusive kosher supervision board of Greater Brownsville, of which I am chairman, a racket? How are you, Mr. Lefkowitz? Oh, Harry, it's going to cost money to get some specialists to work on Charlotte's Michigas. We need a plan. Did you do that thing? No, if you want to talk to Lewis, I'm sure he'll have ideas. I don't have the heart for any violence. Not now. There's got to be a constructive way. What's the one thing we can do when any idiot can mix cocoa powder, water, and sugar? <laughs> well, every pot's got a lid. What if there's some place in the country that wants things from Brooklyn? Yeah, right. Okay, but to us, Chinese food is exotic. To someone, Lefkowitz, the bottled spirit of Brooklyn, is exciting. Uh, not good enough, Harry. Perception is everything, Mr. Lefkowitz. What if I told you I have in my office a tastemaker, a member of the elite? You mean that chick, sir? Yes, with her legs and the... Yes, and influence, Mr. Lefkowitz. She wants to help the neighborhood. So why don't we have her in the next interview? With her legs? Yes, for Vogue or what have you. Talking up Lefkowitz syrup. Yeah, yeah. With a short dress. There'll be excitement around Lefkowitz syrup buzz. She'll recommend it to her fancy friends. You'll see. I don't know. I, 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 I did always want Charlotte to be the face of Lefkowitz syrup. There's a, there's a, his hand. His hand. With all due respect, your daughter's got a great face. But maybe she's not quite ready for the limelight yet. Harry thought if he could save Lefkowitz syrup, maybe he could save Charlotte, too, in his office. Alice, I've got a suggestion. This would be a huge help for me, a very important new client. A mitzvah? Yes, precisely that. I... Is everything okay? Oh, everything is much better than it's ever been. Oh, it's just that... It's pretty warm outside, and you dress, uh, head to toe. Anyway, Alice. Actually, I'd prefer you address me as Shayna Malkabasia. Why? I've been awakened. I've experienced something rare and magical. I don't know if I should say magical. After all, magic is forbidden. Have you been talking to Morris a lot? You mean Rabbi Slikowski, the Brownsville Rebbe? No one calls him that. All my life, I've been content, trying to lose myself in tawdry revelry like that lost night we shared. What What did happen, by the way? An appearing in fashion spreads, modeling to promote meaningless products? Yes, uh, okay, so... But now, my body is concealed. Oh. And I understand that there is order in the universe. Meaning, I thought I came to Brownsville to be your secretary. But now I realize, after hearing Morris speak at Sam's funeral, I have come to Brownsville to hear his wisdom and share it with the world. So you wouldn't pose in a negligee with a bottle of Lefkowitz syrup, I take it? Chasva shalom! Heaven forfend! Rabbi Slikowski, are you ready? Ready for what? I thought my father and his friends should hear Morris speak, too. I'm a little nervous. Uh, I've never spoken to so many goyim before. Just pretend they're in their underpants. Why? Do goyim not wear underpants? Oh, let's just go. Harry, do you want to come? We're heading to the Cockle Club. The Cockle Club? It was the most exclusive social club in New York, hosting only titans and captains of industry. Harry wanted to go his whole life. So come. Who knows? From the fertile loam of Brownsville, a leader might emerge. Yeah. 
Come, Harry, come. Should Harry go? Support his friend? Uh, it's late. We should go. Well, I'll tell you how it went. Everything seems so uncertain, so back to front. God, I can't believe while I had to find that stupid octopus, Morris was getting ready to address the cockle club. At home. Mrs. D, Mrs. D, you can cook and you got the best bosoms. How long they been doing that? Hey, Harry, stop thinking about it and focus on us. Want to come out on the town? We successful entrepreneur bachelors need to blow off some steam. Whoa, 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 whoa. We... Harry had to get out. The cops would be closing in on Lips' killer. He couldn't just run away. That would only draw more suspicion and leave Charlotte in the lurch. He would need a reason to get out of town. But what? Find out next time on King of the Egg Cream. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.